You are listening to the number one RC podcast in the entire world. Well, at least our moms think so. Welcome to the RC Roundtable podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, model reviews, and a whole lot more. <laughs> my mama always said <laughs> well everybody welcome to episode number 142 of the rousey round table and joining me is terry dunn did you just roll your r's on before he rolled it before the r <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was having a stroke <laughs> <laughs> For our Spanish listeners, He's sipping a little something, something right now. Yeah, uh, I received round table. Hello. So, yeah. Hi, Fitz. How are you? How are you doing? Lee, how's it going? Hi, Fitz. How are you? It's going how, are you? how are you? Good to yeah. be with you guys. Top of the morning to everyone. Well, yeah, this is morning. So, yes, it's good it's, to yeah, be here too. I was going to say it's a different time for us recording. It's maybe that's why I'm, I feel awake. <laughs> <laughs> I, had my, I had my coffee, so we're doing a morning recording, which is Uh-oh. yes. We'll see, see how another this goes. side of Lee. <laughs> you get to see how we are when we're actually awake. I will try not to take over the show with my excitement and eagerness <laughs> to have a podcast. I would encourage right. you to. to do that. <laughs> All right, let me just mute these other two guys for you real quick, and it's time for Lee. <laughs> Lee hour. I, I, I will not make y'all sad. No, how's it going, everybody? Have we had a good week? Terry, you feeling yeah. better? Um, yeah. For those who don't know, I was a little bit sick a little bit after Thanksgiving and uh, feeling better now. Just trying to hack all the crud out. You know how that goes. Yeah, we're about to get some sickness here, I think, in Houston. We just dropped 30 degrees. <laughs> we had a record high, like 84, 85 yesterday, Fitz, right? Yeah. Yep. And then now it's going it's like to be 58 tonight or something. It's And oh, it just keeps dropping. Oh, dear. Glorious. So, well, let me give you a little advice because this thing's been passed around my house. When the first person sniffles, just have everybody in the house spit in a cup and take a swig. <laughs> get it over with. Community ailment. Get it over yeah. quickly. Yeah. Like Is the that, chicken pox. It's I, kid you, I kid you not. They did that to us when we were kids. When one kid on the block had chicken pox, we, like, we all had a party. <laughs> all the other kids. Oh, yeah, they've been doing that and for I remember years. me and my, bro- my siblings, we all had chicken pox at the same time. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if we need to be taking any parenting advice from that generation, but that's... I'm still here. <laughs> that's true. And then immediately we drank from the water fountain, the water hose. <laughs> yeah, the water hose. Yes. <laughs> you ever live till you drink through a water hose yet? That's a hot summer day. <laughs> airplanes, boys. Airplanes. Airplanes. Gotcha. All right. All right, airplanes. Well, hey, we've got two new announcements for airplanes in as many weeks. So let's get right into it. Uh, first off, let's start big. So HSD jets. I don't think we've really ever talked much about them. No, uh, they're typically not the things that we fly. Yeah. I mean, we saw some nice ones at the bomber field, uh, the jet meet I went to some months ago, they had a, apparently there, I didn't realize it, but they have a distributor here in Texas in the Dallas area for HST oh. jets and had a nice conversation with a gentleman. Uh, I was card. I forgot his name, um, that offered, uh, you know, any personal help. Cause I mentioned I have one of your jets. Uh, so they were real nice about, uh, uh, 
being part of the community. And uh, so they announced a 747 electric ducted fan. And it's got, it's a big one. Uh, was 110 inch wingspan sports. That's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, four 90 millimeter fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you're playing all with the MMs, all the MMs. <laughs> and man, you look at the batteries. It needs four six S five thousands and plus another two, two S five thousands for what? For the radio. Know. I guess, but it seems like a lot of batteries for radio, but that's what they're calling for. So well, this thing is big airplane. I assume it's got electric retracts for those big bogey wheels and flaps and yes, all uh, lights. Has, and... Apparently has brakes too. Oh, okay. The electric brakes on the wheels, the lights, flaps, uh, looks really nice. I like guess it's, it's in the, uh, KLM library. Was it the Royal Dutch airlines? If I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Sure, why they picked that library, but hey, whatever. Uh, I don't know what model, if it's a dash, whatever. Uh, I don't think they said, uh, but you know, it's a 747. Well, I think uh, my, I think Austin was mentioning it looked like a 400 series, or maybe, yeah. maybe it's eight, but the thing is, he said it, it's not right. I mean, Austin's a 747 <laughs> expert, yeah, and he said that the what it's based on the, the top portion of the fuselage is too long. The hump. Yeah, the hump is too long. Isn't the hump trademarked? Maybe they had to do that so <laughs> Boeing wouldn't send them a This is our first class hump. You can't have our first class hump. Yeah. Uh, well, but the hump size changed depending on the dash number, right? The earlier ones had a smaller hump versus the later ones. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm starting to think of that uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot song all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of my the book I used to read my kids, uh, Everyone Poops. There's... <laughs> <laughs> one hump camels and two never mind but yeah. if you've read it you know but anyway so it, even though it might not be a perfectly scale outline it's definitely a 747 yeah it's a, it's a big honking 747 just asking for a, a shuttle carrier conversion oh my gosh <laughs> yeah well people have said that people said oh yeah that's got to be done i think it was brett becker actually who commented on the forums yeah. Well, Brett could do it. Yeah, he could do it. Huh. Uh, so it only needs seven channels. It doesn't look like it's two, uh, 14 servos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it's going to have a lot of servos in the thing. Yeah. So what's oh. it made out of? Uh, foam. Foam. Oh, okay. EPO, it says. But that being said, they have a video on YouTube of some guy writing it. Did what? you see that? There's a no. guy, they're taxiing on the ground, and a guy is sitting on it. Oh, wait, wow. I've seen that. Are you sure that's this thing? I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, that's the video link someone sent. Is he like a horse jockey? been around for a while. <laughs> He's like, yeah, exactly. Some 90-year-old man who weighs 50 pounds. <laughs> but if that's true, that. yeah, it's pretty stout then. I mean, if it's not, then it sure is funny just to see some guy running. They probably have a little asterisk that says, please do not put passengers on our RC plane. Yeah. <laughs> do not fly on or while pregnant. Right. And that's especially true. I don't think it's going to be an issue because to get one of these, you're going to have to plunk down 2,600 bucks for the no, kit. More. 3,500 for the plug and play. I don't know what the oh, difference okay. is yet. I only see like 3,500. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a pretty, pretty penny. Well, yeah. Four 90 millimeter fans. Yeah. I don't know what average is, but 
<laughs> if you're in for a 10 foot span 747, you're going to have to pay to party. That's true. I bet it sounds cool though. Uh, probably. Yeah. Huh. I mean, if you've ever piloted a 747, if you've, if you've got the money for being a pilot that flies a 747, I'm, I'm sure they plunk it down. I'm, there yeah. are other planes out there. We've seen that like that F 14 that we saw go down that disappeared, you know, yeah. <laughs> the, the oh, dollar yeah. bills just uh, sprung out of the ground when that guy <laughs> nailed it. You, know, you have the money, you can spend it. It's like uh, they burst into flames. They didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, and we're not, um, not trying to besmirch anyone here. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. People like to fly that stuff. And if they're willing to take the risk, good for them. Yeah. I mean, it would be impressive. Hope to see one at some point. So this is a little, I mean, it's not, it's on topic, but it's just taking us away from the, you know, like describing it. But Austin's building a, a profile 747 out of foam. And we were having the discussion about how would you wire your motors? And I thought he was ingenious and they may do this one. So I'm just getting y'all's thoughts, but he said he's going to uh, power two motors on one battery on both on separate sides of the wing. And he's going to put differential as well on the two motors on the right and two motors on the left. Do you okay. think it, do you think it's overkill or do you think it's smart? Cause I told him you should put the outer two motors on one battery in the year yeah. or two and another. So just in case he does lose a power, but I mean, he still has individual ESCs on each, so he could lose a motor that way. But what are your, th- I mean, I don't know. I don't see the wiring configuration, but I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, it's two separate batteries. Do you think they're powering the same way here or do you think they're powering one side with each pack? No, it calls for four batteries. So I imagine one battery yeah, per but motor. Aren't two for two or two cells that are for probably radio gear and the other two are for yeah. power. I don't think it's for power. No, I think the two smaller batteries are yeah, either gear and radio and servo power. Yeah, and the other, and it's two more for 6S, right? You lost me. It's not six batteries, is it? Yeah. Uh, no. Yes, it is. So it no, calls oh, for four 6S batteries and two 2S batteries? Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I thought it was two 6S batteries and two 2S batteries. I, I misunderstood. No. Okay, so yeah, they're powering each one with a six. Holy crap! Oh, my eyes just wow. <laughs> not by the way, required and not included. So yeah, yeah, yeah. just I realized that thirty five hundred has gone a little bit higher. So does <laughs> the plug and play include fans and motors or anything? Do we know this? Oh, I would assume uh, so. Yeah, oh, I hope so yeah the plug and play at thirty five hundred. Yeah. Okay. What about the kit? So is that what your nine hundred dollars gets you? Nine hundred over the kit. The kit is 25 or no. See, you guys are making me. I don't see that. Let me check. You lost me. I only. So there's a kit version for 2,600 bucks. Oh, I see. And there's a plug and play version for 3,500. Oh, okay. What the difference is. I assume it's all in electronics. Well, I'm looking at the specs for the uh, plug and play and it doesn't say in parentheses not included for the motors and the ESC. So I would, that has to come with them. Okay. Because the batteries and radio system have in parentheses not included. Yeah, it still says the motor set, inboard engine set, outboard engine set. I'm looking at the kit. Maybe just not as built. Or no servos. I don't know. Hold on on a second. Uh, Okay, it says requires motor. Uh, No, it says CD. Wait. Okay, (laughs) I don't know. It looks like they copy-pasted the same. 
No, the 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 kit does not come with motors. The p- plug and play does. We that makes sense, right? I mean, I'm looking I, I at it right it's here. The way they write, they written the uh, uh, description. Hold okay, on, let me check. for twenty six hundred dollars, you don't get motors and ESCs. It says right here, required and not included. With the plug and play, you do get. Okay, them. yeah, go. Yeah, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, it tells you what's required. That's the definition that of difference. plug and play. Okay. So, right. one, you just need the batteries and receiver. And the other one, you will need the motors and speed controllers. <laughs> oh, and you need money. fan units. <laughs> <laughs> and servos. No servos either. Okay. And no lights. <laughs> All right. So, I'm guessing the plug-in play is probably the better value here. That's a better, yeah. The other one, you're basically just getting an airframe and retracts. Yeah. So, I wonder what size mold this thing is made in. It's... Do you think someone might percentage. buy the kit though and then put in turbines? <laughs> I mean, come on, man, let's do it. They bake foam turbines. I mean, this company sells. I like that they have these T33s, you know, that are foam turbines. Yeah, maybe maybe someone couple... might do that. Oh, I'd love to see that. Some yeah, because the, the, the small turbines like the was it the was a J45 or something? It's basically a, a drop-in replacement for a 90 mil, 80 to 90 mil EDF. So speaking of fits, put a couple of those. Get a hold there. of a turbine. Yeah, I do. I have an HSD F16. Well, what are you waiting for? Waiting for a club to open back up again. Oh, is that the only place you can fly it? Uh, the only practical place, unless I go way over to the across town. Oh, to Scobie. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm not really interested in doing that. So I'm holding yeah. out for a club to open back up again. Well, all right. Uh, anyway, back so to yeah, the I can see someone putting a couple turbines in this. That's flight. Pretty neat. A couple or all four? Uh, that would be overkill. Yeah, I think two would be fine, and then just yeah. put dummies. Doing in, inboard engines. <laughs> put, put a couple of Cox 049s in the other <laughs> the cells. Entertain <laughs> <laughs> people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys feel like it's worth it, but I, I personally, I would love to see someone, maybe at SCOBY, have one of these. There's a couple of guys at SCOBY who have the money, who fly yeah. these jets all the time. I would love to see this up close. And, of course, I'd also like to see it in a different library, so... Yeah. Well, yeah, this is another one of those on my list where it'd be really cool to see, but I don't feel like I need to own one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed. That's just just our opinion, but I certainly would love to see one. But if you but if you had ten grand, a <laughs> ten grand <laughs> gift card at HSD Jets, would, would this be that purchase? <laughs> yeah, I'd buy one for each of us. <laughs> it's cool. I if I get one, I'd have to do a shuttle conversion. So oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That would be but, my reason for getting it. Hey, one. you know what we could do? We could go ahead and start working on the donate button on our podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if you guys want to see Fitz do the shuttle conversion, we'll we'll do demonstrations at JSC. With turbines. <laughs> With turbines. Let's go full force, man. <laughs> and then we could, put it on the shuttle. we could put it on display at uh, Space City. Maybe we can get them, uh, Space Center Houston, excuse me. Maybe yeah. they, can, uh, they can help fund this project. <laughs> hey, you can always dream, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. The only other one I can think of is the one that has a laser in the nose. Laser in the nose? Yeah, there's there's a military version. Yeah, it's a real thing. You look it up. It has a high-powered laser for shooting down ballistic missiles. Laser beam. (laughs) Yes. Hey, kids, watch this. (laughs) An offensive 747. Yep, it's in the nose. It's got a high-powered chemical laser. You guys get it with the time. This is the 21st century. 
Well, I'll tell oh. Terry to cut me short after I start talking about this, but we were, Terry and I were chatting about 747s, and my son Austin is, just loves 747s. His favorite is the 747 SP, and there is a NASA jet called Sophia, which does, a, what does it stand for again, Terry? Does it ring a bell? What does Sophia stand for? Um, some, I don't know. Something, something about an something, infrared something, telescope. Something. Strat- Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared Astronomy. And it's a 747 SP that has this huge uh, telescope in the tail. It's got a, the hump goes all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> and he just loves the shorter SP model. But I think that would be a cool one to, to model as well. But I digress. There's, there's a great history of the 747 out there, folks. So uh, go look it up and look at the different variations. There are not many flying today. I think Lufthansa is the only... Uh, commercial passenger that still flies mostly rest are for cargo um but that would be a dream for uh, for austin to go fly in one but unfortunately they're starting to get mothballed unless you buy one of these bad boys (laughs) keep their heritage alive speaking of that sophia 747 um there used to be a guy at the jsc rc club and I think you met him too, Fitz, but his daytime job was to fly the shuttle carrier 747. And then he also did their Sophia telescope oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, I was gonna I was thinking about asking about him. I couldn't remember his name, but I did meet him a couple of times. Yeah, cool he, guy to talk to. Yeah, he really was. And <laughs> love the conversation with him and his wife. Bye dear, I'm going off to go pick up another shuttle. Yep. That's kind of what it was See like when they retired the shuttles. He took them yeah. to all the museums and stuff. Yeah, he was the last guy to fly the shuttle carrier yep so um anyway um where was i going with that oh you asked where he is i've tried to locate him in recent years and uh he fell off the earth so oh, yeah it's too bad yeah but i definitely would like to know what happened to him yeah he's a neat guy yeah i always enjoy talking to him yep. uh real humble guy too you wouldn't know it that he was you know does that kind of stuff yeah i agree uh i sent a link in the chat of the Laser 747. <laughs> Laser beams. Yeah. It's called the Boeing YAL-1, for those listening. Look it up. It's interesting looking, <laughs> especially the nose hey, section. Does hey, it have to that... be a fighter designation, like the F-747 <laughs> or A-747? Yeah. Well, there's an A in it. Okay. Hey, Fitz, I have an idea. After we yeah. post this uh, podcast on our Facebook page, you yeah. need to start a poll and decide which livery people want us to do. The shuttle carrier or the laser. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where we get. We shoot down planes or we let shuttles fly home. We put an actual laser pointer in the nose. <laughs> you could. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. I love that we're enjoying this conversation because it makes me feel like, yes, this plane is pretty awesome. And so there's uh, there's a lot of stuff you can do with it. So, uh, I, oh yeah. Gosh, this thing is hideous. <laughs> it's got a big zit on the nose. It's got character. Wow. You're it's got a laser. <laughs> I thought you were just talking about a little tube sticking out of the front. It's got, I don't even know how you would describe this. Describe it as a right now, I gotta alien. We got to put pictures online. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to, we're going to have to have put one of those little things on top that says, you know, uh, this photo might be disturbing. Click to continue. <laughs> it's like the laser oh, is wait. breaching. <laughs> for 18 and older uh, yeah. well yeah. all right yeah you're right it's got character so <laughs> okay so i think we beat this horse to death let's perhaps we should move on to the next uh, item 
It's the smartest thing you've said in the past 10 minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's uh, Civilian Jet Month because uh, just yesterday, actually, as a matter of fact, as we're recording this, uh, Motion RC announced their next EDF, and it's a little, quite a bit more sexy. It's a, they're calling it uh, the PJ-50 private jet. It looks sus- 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 suspiciously, can't speak, like a Gulfstream. Uh, and a twin 70 millimeter, also running on a single 6S. And oh, a single 6S? Single 6S, from what I can okay. tell. All right. And uh, what is it? 70 uh, inch wingspan, I think it was. Where is this? Where is the details? Uh, you'd think I'd be prepared. No, we wouldn't. Pretty sure I thought it said 70. Features, uh, give that a second. Specifications 66.9 inches, 1700 uh, M's. Okay, 67 inch wingspan. Okay, yeah, 4.7 meters, uh, 116 scale. Let's take a look at features. Uh, two in rudder motors, which is real nice. Uh, 12 blades. Mentioned mm. nine gram servos, nine gram digitals. Nine gram digitals, a whole lot of LEDs, 11 is what they're saying. Removal winglets, uh, suspension struts, flaps, the usual stuff, electric retracts. And it looks like you were right. A single six cell, 4,000 to 6,000 milliamp hour LiPo, Mm. which I guess that's not abnormal. I would have guessed too, but yeah, Yeah, I guess for, um, 70 mils, you probably could, if you want hack, so you can take two, maybe two success, 3,000s or something like that, 4,000s, if you really wanted to. Or two batteries, but I guess it's easier for one person just to stick one success in there. And since a lot of the other planes run off of the same battery pack and just have a go. Yeah. So it's pretty nice looking, uh, quite a bit of a surprise. And they had announced that, Hey, we're going to announce something on Friday. And then I happened to be able to take a peek a little bit out of taking a break from work for a second. And saw their live stream as it was going, uh, and they were talking about it, showing some flight videos of it. Seems to fly pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Size, if uh, you know, if civilian jets are your thing, it's uh, something that's not seen very often. You don't uh, sound excited, Fitz. Yeah, it's it's nice. I don't know if it's my cup of tea per se, but uh, it is very nice looking. Yeah, I wouldn't mind flying one just to see how it flew and just kind of. Well, yeah, I'm sure somebody in your area will get one and ask you to maiden it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. It's not really my thing. I've had a couple of BizJet models. Remember Hobby Lobby used to have a Learjet thing back in the day. I had one of those. Yeah. And I've got the little UMX um, Cessna that E-Flight has now. And that's yeah. a fun airplane. So that's a Citation one. Yeah, that's a neat little plane. Yeah. I actually but, have a, I, I got from, I think it was from the Graven Estate, a half, a partially built, um, uh, I don't know if it's a, um, uh, citation or Goldstream kind of thing. Um, you know, Does up in my stash. Wing? Yeah, swept wing. Okay. Well, model. I guess some citations have swept wings, but. Uh, yeah, I think the later ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I'm not against them. It just, yeah, it's just more of a novelty. Uh, the, the one I really like, the, my exciting one that I have is the old, you remember the old uh, Avanti? Oh, yeah. The, the Piaggio. Piaggio Avanti. The, the little canard pusher deal. Yeah, that that in the um, Beach Starship. That's more my my uh, cup of tea. But yeah, I think that's because it's a unique airplane, not so much that it's a civilian transport type thing. 
Yeah. It just happens to be a civilian airplane. Yeah. But it's neat that they're doing some civilian stuff. So. Yeah, I agree. And you no, know, they've got that other, the 737 like model, the AL yeah. whatever. And that seems to be very popular. So yes, it's apparently, yeah, we're in the minority here. So yeah, somebody's going to buy these things at $600 each. Yeah, we just talked about a thirty-six hundred dollar airplane, and you're balking at six hundred. What's our what's our number? Well, oh, I'm not balking. No, I'm just telling you the cost. Yeah. A lot, lot cheaper. Well, Terry and I have already talked about it uh, when it came out because you know after Fitz texted us, and I was uh, someone. I, I please, I'm sorry, I forget who who posted it. One of our listeners had sent a link and said this would be perfect for Sid, the airplane that was in Cars Two. Oh, oh you, yeah, yeah. I saw the paint scheme. It actually looked really cool. I mean, <laughs> if someone did a paint scheme of Sid, I would like to see that. You that know, would just be like awesome. If Fitz yeah. makes the 747 carrier, shuttle carrier. So I think it'd be great if someone could, you know, cartoon this this jet, of course, at $600 and a $300, $400 paint scheme yes. on top of that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's something you could do with this plane. But cool. <laughs> you, yeah, Calligraphics, if you're listening, <laughs> exactly. you get, a whole get wrap, to it. A whole Sid wrap on the Gulf Stream. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, we talk about like why people would buy these. Well, you know, sometimes it's the guys who make the money that do fly these airplanes that can, can do this. You know, I, I think I've actually met a couple of guys who are at the field flying, you know, different looking planes. And say, oh yeah, I've, I've flown one of these. So that's why they get it. And I have a friend yeah. who actually does fly Gulf streams and yeah. this is, you know, this is something he probably would fork down. And I think his comment to me was it's about time, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a, there's a, there's people out there that's buying consideration. Yeah. I think it's cool looking. I saw some of the video. I, I mean, it's a, it's a little jet and, uh, Said little? I say little. I I I said little, but I I think when you were watching the video, he's like wide angle. He wasn't like zoomed in, and so like when it landed in the video, it was like off the runway. So it was way down there. Uh, so I don't I don't know if it has brakes or not, but uh, yeah, it's neat. Six hundred bucks if you fly this stuff and you like it. Again, people will do this and change the library, so they may do it as a you know a replica of a plane they actually have. Yeah. yeah, and that's probably the thing that's impressed me most with that AL seven three seven models, all the different variants that people have come up with, different paint schemes. So yeah, we had a local guy painted up. I don't know if you saw it, Lee. It's all yellow and um, is it Spirit Airways? Oh my god! I mean, that's just, but that's just sad. <laughs> Everybody points and goes, "I hate that airline." <laughs> the McDonald's of airlines. That's the airline that provides you boxing gloves as you get on. It's, oh my gosh! It's so <laughs> <laughs> complimentary boxing gloves. I mean, <laughs> oh man, does, does he get charged extra for putting batteries in the plane? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> They're charged by the ounce. <laughs> So yeah, maybe we'll see some variants of this too. I don't know how many different variants of paint schemes there are in the real world of Gulf Streams, but yeah, people can get creative. Yeah, there may so, be some military or something or Ooh, yeah. hey, there you go. <laughs> put yeah. a put an A ten cannon on the front. Well, <laughs> or a laser. <laughs> or a big no, big go. zit laser, yes. Uh, I hope anybody who's listening that uh, has the, the cash and desire to purchase these, let us know. So and send us pictures because we'd love to see this stuff. Let's oh, see yeah. what you're gonna do with it. Yeah, send us pictures, we'll post them up on our media, social media stuff. Because they're yeah, playing, we love our airplanes. I'm probably a bad person to talk about these new products because I am horribly cheap. So, 
there's not too many things that excite me to the level of going and buying them. You know what? That's great, Terry, because maybe we need that corner as well. Maybe we <laughs> have to have those people buy the new stuff. And then a Terry's corner is like, what was your basement buy this week? I found this in a dumpster. It gets a Terry's stamp of approval. <laughs> yeah, I'll be but, the grumpy guy. That's fine. Hey, speaking of which, uh, and I, I uh, may have to get this edited out. Uh, did someone reach you about an Astroflight motor, Terry? No. <gasps> All right. Was somebody uh, supposed to? Yeah, someone uh, acquired an Astroflight motor, and he said, hey, do you think Terry would like this? And I thought I sent him your information, but I will get you in contact with him. Oh, okay, please. He Thanks. said, "Was it is it you or Terry that likes this stuff? I said, oh, I, I said, I don't have a problem with it, but I know Terry's going to just drool. <laughs> I don't know if I drool, but oh, if it was all brand new in box, shiny, I bet there'd be a little drip. <laughs> How much do you want for it? <laughs> I got, I got ten bucks. Right. I would raise an eyebrow, sure. <laughs> all right, so it sounds like we've moved on. Go on to motionrc.com and you can take a look yourself. Ah, uh, okay. So what else? Oh, I guess Lee. There was some news regarding the EAA and AMA. You got the inside scoop on that? <laughs> Brand new, coming out. Uh, actually, it's an agreement we've already had, but we renewed it. And we uh. haven't really done a great job of, of uh, selling it in the past. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> yeah. well, no, it's not my fault. media guy. <laughs> I wasn't yeah, part of the media guy. <laughs> Get with it. No, I'm not, that's still not my fault. Uh, Kill the messenger. Damn it. <laughs> Nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. The news is that working with the EAA, we have allowed uh, co cooperative museum discount prices. In fact, it's free. If you have an AAA, AMA membership, you want to go visit the museum at EAA, you can get in for free. Oh, and what's the EAA? Where's the museum? <laughs> Man, I have to do all of this. Ever heard of this thing called Oshkosh? Uh, yeah, you've talked about it before. Experimental Aircraft Association. Uh, yeah, this is the uh, uh, huge museum up there at the airport, and it's it's awesome. I've been, I you guys haven't been there. Oh wait, I have. Said you, yeah, yeah, I, I got some cool some, stuff in there. Oh, some really cool stuff. And I don't want to make this an hour about the awesome EA Museum because we also, you know, the the Museum of uh, Model Aviation has a great museum too. Anyway, the uh, cooperative uh, venture here is that we were exchanging, uh, you know, your memberships to visit each museum. So if you're ever at Oshkosh and you have your AMA membership, just show that to them and get on in free. And if you're an EA member and you're visiting IAC, the International Aero Modeling Center in Muncie, Indiana, do the same and come visit the Model Aviation Museum. Oh, that's cool. It's very cool. Because, you know, these organizations, our two organizations, are the ones that really work hard. To Yeah, I, I wanted to, you know, extend another. I've done it before, but it's done to read it iterate uh, kudos to the EAA for them not just you know working with the AMA but really being proactive and working with the AMA they seem to be yeah. really really intent on fostering a cooperative relationship with the AMA well I'll I'll add on here that we've had some conversations with the EAA for a post air venture meeting and it's great that uh, I'll tell you, it's felt really good that I was involved, <laughs> that I, I was welcomed into this meeting because this is where we are working together to see what can we do for the youth, for people interested in, in aviation to celebrate both full scale and, and model aviation. And one of the 
events we put on or we actually uh, host or run is over at the Kidventure, which is just across the street from the museum, where we do model flying in the evening after they've done helicopter rides. <laughs> Again, I think I've shared the story. Watch out for that blimp uh, and uh, the Goodyear blimp flying over. But we do model aviation. Uh, we fly airplanes and it's great. We have a wonderful time, but it was just uh Nice to have the follow-up meeting. Said, "What can we do better? What are some things to, uh, you know, help people fly?" They were really eager to do that because they know they had some good feedback. So, we had a long chat and we wrote down our notes and we're making plans to make next year even even better. Cool, fantastic, fantastic. Does that mean you're planning to go back to Oshkosh? The plan is set in stone. <laughs> oh well. Oh, careful. <laughs> it may be soft stone. No, uh, okay. I'm, I'm planning to go back. Yeah. I, right. I had a great time. I, my name has been mentioned a lot. It's like, well, Lee can do this and Lee can do that. <laughs> so as far as I know, I'm invited and, you know, I don't know if I could do this trip. <laughs> Just, well, I think I, I should freely tell our AMA members. I, I make the trip by myself or I pay it on my own ticket because I wanted to do it. And, you know, we're being very careful with the money that we have for the AMA, that we're trying to spend it for our scholarships and our work to, for the uh, government relations and improving IAC. We're not trying to spend it frivolously on people going to events um, and, you know, just traveling. Uh, they're, they're really focused on that. And that's a good thing. We're, we're trying to watch our pennies. And that's for you guys. And so I offered to just, you know, last year I went, on my own because I wanted to go and I took my family and it was not cheap, but Hitchhiked I, all the way from Texas. Yeah. Mm. It, it, yeah. It's, it's not cheap. And by the way, I think, did I mention to you guys, the hotel rates, <laughs> what it's like for, you know, they, they know they can get away with it. Is that a premium oh, yeah, week? Holy Probably smokes. Probably their one premium week. Holy smokes. Let's I mean, put it this way. When I last went there, the hotel we stayed, at was like an hour and a half drive away wow. from the event just to get one at a reasonable price. Well, there's no reasonable about it anymore. Uh, I, I'll tell you, because I stayed at a new Marriott down in Fond du Lac. So it's about a 20-minute drive. And I think I got, on, I got in early because of the hotel was being built. So I was calling almost every day. And I think I spent $280 a night for that hotel. Wowzers. And that's, again, 20 minutes away. There was nothing available within 10 miles of Oshkosh. Nothing. There's no hotel. So they're already booked. They're probably booked now. You got to do what uh, Richard Ing did. Just drive your truck up there and sleep in a camper. Well, you could do that, but not with your family and your wife. So uh, that wasn't, that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Tell them to suck it up and man up. <laughs> yeah. And and we could we could have. I'll, I'll, I'm going to end this really quick. But I just want you to know that I called the same hotel back, and they raised it to four hundred twenty dollars a night. Holy moly! I am not kidding, guys. Four hundred and twenty dollars a night. Supply and demand. It's yeah. just nuts. It's just crazy nuts how they, I mean, how far away do you have to drive? You might as well just go back from Houston. <laughs> so, so how about we all pull our monies together and buy like a house or something there, there and open up a. Yeah. You know, uh, Uber, we, what do you call those things? Uh, bed and breakfast, not bed and breakfast. Uh, Airbnb. Airbnb. That's it. Well, the good news is the AMA, the other members of the AMA who showed up did rent a house and they, you know, they did that and that's probably saved some money, but uh, I don't want to torture people with my snoring, <laughs> you know, and, and all having to focus on getting together at the same time to drive a, a car, a single car or whatever. And if I do bring my family, I don't want to, you know, I can't really burden the AMA with that. So I'll just tell you, it's, it's very expensive to find a hotel in there. It's very sad that, that those rates can go so high, but I digress. 
thing with hashtag I digress for my friends out there. <laughs> Drink time. Um, yes, the AMA is working hard, guys. I'm, I'm glad we had this agreement with the AA. And also, uh, last closing statement about the AMA. This year, we have some end-of-the-year fundraising for the foundation. And the foundation is the group that really works hard to get donations in. And you probably see them in your renewal packages for the AMA. You're paying for a membership, but they're also asking you to add funds to the foundation. We're the just foundation? trying to reach our the AMA have, foundation. Wasn't that for Knight Industries? Knight Rider? Didn't he work for the foundation? Stop it. <laughs> Fix. Stop it. <laughs> Mute the mic. And <laughs> Okay. We are close to our numbers this year. So if you are in the giving mood and you can add a few more dollars, you can go online to, I think it's modelaircraft.org slash donate and uh, put in a few more money. I did. I actually, you know, I had a couple of these gift cards lying around uh, that I just, you know, I couldn't finish them off. So I just, it's like, you know what? I just need to finish them and close and cut them up. So I put all the rest of the funds on, on an account and paid the foundation. I feel better for it and it's go up for a good cause and in fact in a, i think in a week next week we're going to release our scholarship winners and uh, we'll share that link on our facebook page and i hope you guys watch it because these kids are good it's it's neat to see who won i've already seen the video so uh it's it's a treasure to see that you know model aviation is getting these kids into schools and to pursue aviation and 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 to just listen to their visions you know their hopes and dreams so do what you can guys to help the foundation i would appreciate it sounds good all right. Well, on that note, to give you guys some time to donate, we'll take a quick break and be right back. So, boys, I've been doing a little uh, workbench stuff in the last week or so since we talked. I finally, finally got those control line planes on my workbench. And the Acro Cub that fits, you put the motor back together for me. Mm. That, I believe, is ready to go. So, oh, nice. you know, it, I'm not sure what took me so long. Because once I just sat down and did it, it didn't take me half an hour to put all the pieces back together. And the thing that slowed me down the most was I had accidentally put parts from another airplane in the bag. And so I was trying to figure out where everything went and there was just stuff that didn't belong there. So, um, I got it all figured out. I need to, the only thing left to do is to set up the flying wires for it. I've got a handle and lines, but I've only got one set of lines and a handle, but two airplanes. So I'm going to put some lead outs with clips or something on there, but yeah, the Cub should be ready, and also that other Cox plane I bought. What was the name of that thing? I'm looking for the box, and I don't see it. But, you know, that yellow jet-looking thing. Um, it's also ready. That one was new in box. I really just had to take it out of the package. Mm. And assuming they both will start up easily, I'm ready to try some half-a control line flying when the weather cooperates. Put those little wristbands on for motion sickness. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, don't so, wait too long because the engine gets seized back up again. All my hard work will go for naught. I know, I know. Um, so it might be until spring when that happens, but hopefully not. And if it is going to be a while, I'll just I'll take it and run it outside for a few minutes every month or so. So anyway, that's where I am with that. I'm ready to try those half A models, and 
on the flip side, I'm actually looking forward to some winter weather because you may recall my snow buggy that I built last year where I put skis on an off-road car. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, when I made it last year, I used all the stock components, which was a brushed can 550 motor and the the receiver speed control combo that came with it. Uh, this year, I decided I needed a power upgrade, so I yanked out that receiver speed control and motor and put one of my axes from my scrap bin in there. And so it went from about 240 watts, and now I'm at pushing 500. Whoa. Yeah, which I, I don't think is overkill, but hopefully it will get this thing motivated a little bit more. Not that it was pokey last year, but it wasn't overpowered by any stretch. So uh, in that sense, I'm looking forward to a blanket of snow that I can try this thing out on. And we actually did get some pretty good snow earlier this week. But you know, this being this time of year, by the time I get off work, you know, it's already dark. So... Yeah. I didn't have any opportunities to try it out. And then today it's supposed to be 60 degrees here. So all that snow that we have is, <laughs> is gone and contributing to lots of mud everywhere. So it uh, might be a little bit longer before we get either a good flying weather for the control line planes or B snowy weather for me to try out the buggy. I'll just have to wait and see, but I'm hey, excited either way. Speaking of buggy, got a side question for you. Lay it on me. Is it true? I saw the news that there was a car stuck in the Niagara Falls. River? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I don't know what the whole situation was, but there was a car in the river just short of the falls. And the the person did not make it. Oh. oh and yeah. from what I heard, it, it sounded like a suicide attempt. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And every now and then, somebody, there's still people who get in barrels and go over the falls. <laughs> they still do that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. what do you know? I don't know. It's a, some sort of appeal for to certain people to Death appeal. live their last moments in Niagara Falls. I don't know. Anyway, okay. All right, yeah, I don't know the story. You... I'm sure it's on the news somewhere. You can look it up. But... Yeah. I saw some a blurb somewhere. I thought, wait, wait, so really what I, um, all right. Well, Hey, send us some, uh, send us some video. If you get that thing running, I want to see that thing scooting around at 500 Watts of power. <laughs> yeah, I will. And now that I've got the new go camera with the sticky mount, I think that I might be able to get some onboard footage. Oh. We'll see, but I need to check it out first to make sure it's somewhat stable. Oh yeah. Another thing that I did for it this year is I limited the travel of the skis. The way I had it initially was you know, the skis are mounted on the wheel axles and they can just do a 360, which most of the time was not an issue because of the weight of the car on the skis. But every now and then I would hit a rut and it would cause the skis to flip over. Mm. So I added some homemade torsion bars on there that hopefully will keep that from happening we'll see so more to come and i'm going to glance around the shop here see if i've worked on anything else mm, nope i think that's going to cover it so what about you guys what have y'all been up to all right well uh my workbench uh quite a bit of stuff has been going on i had uh you see i got the the Hangar 9 P47, the little one, the little electric one that just came out, is done, but I haven't had a chance to fly it yet. It's funny. Now that he flies all these big planes, all the 60, 70-inch planes are now little. <laughs> you keep using that word little. I do not think it what you think it means. <laughs> He's been flying that Sonier and the Val. <laughs> and what's the, what's the other one, the big glider? What's it called again? 
uh, leprechaun. The leprechaun, yeah, that that leprechaun, shrinks yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you saw the picture, right? I dinged a leprechaun. Oh, on landing. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? Hi, <laughs> Milad. Uh, I had a, a kind of rough landing. I was flying it in, in kind of windy conditions. And so it was weird because the horizontal speed was pretty much zero, but apparently the vertical speed was a little too much when I when I la- touched down and I heard a like, what the? Oh, no. <laughs> so, Terry, what was that, that Dubrook thing you put out? You know, pilots blaming a tip stall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of pilot yeah. error. Tip stall. <laughs> no, this was, I just had the vertical set, descent rate was a little higher than the my visual cues would have indicated. So I think a little bit, but I, it's been fixed and repaired and ready to go again. Uh, fixed and repaired. Nice. Yes. I, yeah. We, we, we uh, play country and Western. Yeah. Um, so I had a question about that because you covered it in a translucent film. Yeah. So what is your strategy for repairs like that to make the seams look pretty? Uh, I cut the film back to where the seams are over the um, uh, the structure. So there's a semi-dark part of the structure naturally from the laser cutting and the nose area. So I put the seam there, and then I put the seam in one of the struts. So it's mostly hidden. But okay. yeah, you're right, because the transparent covering is not easy to you know, patch. So yeah. I, I strategically cut the patches so that they would coincide with some of the balsa wood structure to try to hide it. Okay, cool. So you didn't have to cut away too much then for no, repairing No, it wasn't this. too bad. That's no. Good. Yeah, so it was nice and make sure uh, we need to make sure all the goo joints are reinforced and stuff. But yeah, it was back together. So it, it, that said, it handled the wind pretty good, better than I thought. I wanted to kind of fly it in some higher winds to see how it handled and it. It, was, it actually did quite well. It's just does a little it penetrate weird. Okay. Uh, yes and no. It does decent enough. It was better than I thought. But it's funny when I launched it. Uh, it basically had almost no forward speed, but it climbed really well. So it was like somebody pulled it up with a string, <laughs> <laughs> like a big elevator ride. <laughs> but when it leveled out, it glided just fine. It seemed to have a decent penetration. So, yeah. So that's pretty neat. It's a neat plane to fly. Cool. I'm happy with it. Uh, so that got off the workbench. I got. Uh, Did you finish else? the article and all that? Yeah, article's been finished and submitted. Right. And the video? Uh, I haven't done the video yet. I need to do that. Uh, so okay. maybe next time I can coordinate with Lee or somebody and get some video done of it. Uh, but Lee, thanks again for the pictures. Not really You're good. welcome. I saw that you made a post. Yeah, and... I took one of the rejects, quote unquote, and posted, put it on a forum and I got a lot of surprise how many um, likes and stuff I got and seemed to get a lot of attention I like that comment the guy said that was the best picture he's ever seen in his entire life <laughs> <laughs> just if his name says Lee Ray just it wasn't me it was another Lee Ray <laughs> just the other Lee Ray Senor Lee uh, uh, I, speaking of big planes I started working on the Seagull models Gilmore Red that's the next review coming up wait wait hold on are you already done talking about the p47 uh i haven't flown it yet it's just sitting on the bench so not much to say other than i built it it went together pretty nicely um and that's all i got to say about that okay so no <laughs> issues with it uh oh no i've seen a couple pictures of other ones that were finished and it appears that my concern with the insignia 
It oh, true. that good point. Yes, I moved the insignia. Oh, so, <laughs> you like yes. cut a swatch out of the wing and moved it? Uh, no, I was able to peel up the decal. Believe it or not, the two decals. Oh, the I assumed that it was printed onto the. the film. No, this is interesting because there's a there's a sheet of the decals, right? Not all decals are applied; just the the wing insignia. Okay. Is, impl- is applied for some reason they just they did the wing and nothing else and so you get the decal sheet the peel and stick decals and it's clearly it's clear that they took those two decals off of that sheet because they're missing okay. and, but you can see the outline of them but you have a choice of two liveries so you can pick and choose which numbers and and uh, nose art and stuff like that on there okay. so and the side few slash but for some reason they put the ones on the wings they probably should just not put the ones on the wings since they already had the right. sheet save the time and effort and uh expense and let people put it on themselves so yes i did do that so you're able and to pull it off and reapply it yeah yeah it seemed to work okay oh, okay good yeah. i needed to hit it with um, iron when i pulled it off because it pulled the covering up a little bit not a lot but let me like a little bubble or something so you just press it down and heat shrink just fine all right. I was thinking so, you were gonna have to mount the wings upside down or something. <laughs> so yeah, and I'll, I'll show that in the video. That that'll. I uh, look forward to flying it. it. Seems like a nice plane. Uh, I got a couple different props, and it's a uh, it's interesting. They can you can fly on four S or six S. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see the difference of those two. Um, but other than that, no, we're pretty why, good. Why no love for the five S? Yeah, I have some five S's. Believe it or not, I do too. I fly a plane on a five S, but just there are uh, no five S planes out there. Well, I got it because I had a ten S plane. And I wanted two five S's to fly it. Makes uh, sense. It's interesting. It's got a dummy radio, and you 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 can put it in there. You can cut some slots out for cooling. Um, and a nice nice canopy hatch system seems to work really well. Okay. Uh, it's also, they, they tell you, it's funny, you can, uh, screw the tail in, but if they say, if you're going to run 6S, glue the tail in <laughs> and yeah. glue the wings together. <laughs> so did screw. you do that? I glued the tail in, but I didn't glue the wings together, but I taped them together. So they're not going anywhere. <laughs> it, it'd be real hard for the wings to go anywhere because of the way the, the screw system mounts in them okay. and other factors. So I didn't see the need to glue the wings together. All right. And I put some tape on the seams, so they're not going anywhere. All right. Good to know. Uh, but it's nice that the thing comes, this is a wood ARF, right? But all of the oh. servos and retracts and everything are already installed. Yeah. So so it's a real, it's a real quick build. So this was an afternoon job? Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know when you fly it. Yeah. I hope to be very soon. The weather today is 50 mile per hour wind, it looks like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same thing up here, I guess. I mean, we should be lucky because last night there was a bunch of tornadoes in the, mm. you know, what was it, Tennessee and oh, Arkansas? Oh, like five maybe? states. They have the, yeah. the death count's at 50, but they're expecting it to climb. So oh, yeah, I heard something like that. A lot of prayers oh, down yeah. to those families dealing with that. Gosh, it just kind of reminds me of that Joplin, Missouri tornado. Yeah. But this, I think he said it's like over 25 tornadoes touched down during that storm. Holy moly. Yeah. So I know this is kind of late into the conversation, but I, we probably should have brought up at the beginning. But definitely feel feel very terrible for all those families down there. Yeah. Uh. Okay. You were talking about your Gilmore or something? Oh, or something? yeah. I finally got, finally got that out, um, out, out of the box and started working on that. 
uh, just started. That thing's got a huge cowl. <laughs> that cowl is huge. You can put a big radial engine in that thing. Uh, this is the Seagull Models Gilmore Red Racer. It's a 30cc size uh, uh, Thompson Trophy Era Racer. Uh, really snazzy, though. Really snazzy looking. All right. Uh, but uh, that's on the workbench for the next review. It's going to have uh, a gasser in it? Yeah. It's the same engine that, that's going to come from my ill-fated uh, caravan. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so I was going to drop in. Drop it in there and get that running. Oh, I got, uh, uh, I don't know if I told you guys, I got another mini review. You remember the cordless soldering iron? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've I've got another one. They have uh, a different version now that has a separate module for adjusting the temperature and, and other stuff, but it's still battery powered. So. Huh. Cool. Now it's voice activated. That was, yeah. <laughs> iron, heat. <laughs> iron, 400, hot. <laughs> so um working on editing the video for that hopefully i can get it done over the weekend oh that'll uh, so, be neat yeah that's pretty cool a little quickie and i think that's it for a workbench now you lee kind of spilled the bag earlier you mentioned uh a certain gentleman who's sending uh selling some airplanes locally oh no way <laughs> are we that into did you really get something from randy I'm now the new owner of his A4, the freewheeling oh, A4. Oh, awesome! Yes. yes. Well, let's. We were pre-show. We were talking about what we were going to talk about, and both Fitz and I said, "Yeah, we acquired planes." And so, yeah, we'll talk about it. And then during a little break during the recording, I said, "Hey, did you see Randy's post about some planes for sale?" And you were just quiet. <laughs> you didn't say a thing. So, man, that's pretty cool. I was looking at that uh, F5 personally, but yeah, that's cool. So, tell me more. Uh, so yeah, this is a local flyer. He's well known. His name, uh, Randy Ott. He's, uh, he's actual, he's a 767 pilot. I knew he flew, uh, but I didn't know what he flew, but he's, uh, so he's an airline pilot and, but he flies all kinds of stuff. He's real known, well known in the area and he's, he's getting into turbines. And so he's cleaning out a lot of his EDFs that he had acquired over the past few years. And he had a whole, whole bunch of them. And so he said he set up a post on on a local Facebook forums. Hey, I got a bunch of jets. And I said, oh, that's interesting. And I saw the A4. I was like, ooh, I've always wanted the free wing A4. I never had a chance to get one. And seeing that he had one, so I sent him a couple of messages. We we haggled out a price. And I said, okay. And he's real close to me. I mean, he's literally really, really close. Uh, And so I went over his house, was it last night, to pick it up. And he had a, what's up? Oh, I was I was gonna say, did you get to see what he acquired? Yeah, he's got oh. a by Violet F eighteen. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture up. of it right now. It's nice. I saw it. He had it out when I was there, and it was it's really nice. All fiberglass. Uh, it's purdy. It's a purdy plane. Uh, One sixty size turbine. I think he said. Uh, I can't remember the company name. It was a odd company. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, we were talking quite a while. He's got a neat little shop. Um, uh, you'll like this. Uh, he has a couple planes from when he was a kid. They're both Cox. He's got the Cox uh, Cardinal, I think, and the 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 powered glider one, um, the low wing. What was it called? Oh, the Sportavia. Sportavia, yes. Yeah, that, that really caught my eyes. Oh, that's cool. And uh, so he's he's been in the hobby for a long time. 
Yeah, awesome. I'm looking at his garage. And he's got all those little parts on the wall, little pegboard. Yeah. But then that F-18 just sitting on a table all by itself. It's going, <laughs> fly me. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. When I got there, there was another guy that I knew who's picking up the F-14 that he was selling. Uh, so F-14, A-4 are gone. I'm not sure if anything else is sold yet or not. But uh, As of last night, you still had a bunch of stuff. So, What size is were, that, A-4? Uh, I think it's their 80 mil. Okay, so success? Uh, yes, success. Okay. He did a neat job. He weathered it. It's got some weathering on it, so it looks a little, uh, really nice, nice effect. to show that it's worn and used. It was pretty cool. Uh, and he told me it was one of his favorite of the EDFs that he flies. He was semi-reluctant to sell it because he said it was a fun plane to fly. Well, lucky you then. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I understand it's pretty speedy. It's not a lot of wing on it. <laughs> it's just a little delta wing thing. Uh, and it's got a neat, it has a probe, refueling probe that you can unscrew. And um, uh, the nose comes off, but it's just a little tiny nose section. Okay. So so now I have a little A4 scooter. What do you think? Yeah, it's flying? interesting. Those sit really high off the ground. I guess because they put all the ordnance under the wing or something. Yeah. But, you know, they had that full-scale A4 over at Ellington Field in the Collins Foundation hangar. And I was over there one day for something. I don't remember what. And they said, if you want to climb up and look in the cockpit, you can. And I'm not afraid of heights and not prone to vertigo. But I got to the top of that ladder and looked down. I'm like, holy cow, I'm way up here. Mm. And I kind of freaked out for half a second. But, yeah, there's things are way up there. So, anyway, congrats on your new A4. Yeah, thanks. It's pretty cool. Like I said, I've always always had an eye for it, just never had a chance to pick one up. So I'm looking forward to it. All so, right. Was that all your workbench stories? I think it's all my workbench stories. Lee? Uh, it's not in my hangar yet, but I made the deal yesterday. But now the number is up to eight. Eight. <laughs> eight. Can you, can you figure out... Can you eight? Yeah, can you answer the question in Jeopardy format? <laughs> what is how many Kyosho Cardinals does Lee own? Negative. <laughs> oh, sorry. You you offered oh. $1,500. You, sorry, you're down what to zero. What is the number of P38s, Lee? Ab- absolutely. <laughs> you got another P38? I got another P38. But <laughs> for the ridiculous price that he offered, there was no way I was going to say no. I made you an offer you couldn't What refuse. flavor is this one? Banana Hobbies, P38. Mm, okay. And I forget. Someone at, was it Fitz? Was it you that had a banana hobbies? Someone let me fly a banana hobbies P thirty eight at best one year. Was it banana hobbies? I had. Did a, you have a banana hobbies P thirty eight? Was it banana hobbies? It was the same one. I think that Terry had at one point. He did a review. I had the Staffenbeel. Was it or was it Flightworks? Flightworks. I have Terry's Flightworks Red Bull. In fact, I'm looking here. I have two Terry P38s in my possession. The one with the Nerf wing. Oh, I honestly don't remember, Lee. I don't remember well, which, what, who made it. Anyway, I, I, all I remember is the retracts are crap. <laughs> oh, well, well, it's funny because this guy said they had retracts. I was like, oh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> no, yeah, no. it had these awful mechanical retracts that were barely well, adequate. Then did you fly it without him? No, I did. I flew with them. They were just, I just lived with the horror of them. Because I was thinking maybe, I was thinking maybe the one I flew did not have, like the gears were locked up. 
like, kind of like my uh, Phase 3 P38. I ha- it comes with gear, but I just rip them off because I just like, you know, you can just fly on, land on grass with that thing. Yeah. But anyway, some guy had one. It was in pretty good shape. And he said, how about 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me think about it. Okay. <laughs> Is that a fake number or you really bought it for 20 I'm bucks? Being very serious. Oh, well, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Electronics alone is probably worth that. I'll take that. So yeah, I'm gonna. I was thinking of picking it up after our show, so I might do that. So stay tuned. But I, I was went into the workshop and counted eight P38s, and it, wow. it, I feel kind of bad because uh, Terry, you gave me a profile, maybe blue foam. I'm not sure. P38 you made with micro brush motors. Do you remember yeah, that? I do. And it, it sits right next to my, it sits on my wall next to my uh, uh, John Deere Thunder and Lightning in a proud mm-hmm. place. And I was mm-hmm. like, I've, I've, <laughs> stop it. I was like, I'm, it's probably time I upgrade that thing to brushless and go have fun. So That micro one? Yeah. Okay. Why are you okay in me? I, I know that okay. assumed it had been retired. No, it's just, it's sitting up there waiting to be flown. It's going, you fly okay. everything else. Why not me? So, Do you have tiny, tiny brushless motors? Those were old oh. GWS IPS motors. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Direct drive. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to do that. I'm going I'm to make it happen. So anyway. All right. So, yeah, I've added another P38. Uh, I mentioned in the show earlier that Austin's working on a profile 747 for school. So, it's actually a project in his class, his engineering class. So, he's going to laser cut a profile 747. I think he's got about a four-foot wingspan on it. And for Christmas, I ordered all his electronics, which is ridiculously expensive. Is he doing fans? Yeah, he's doing EDF. So, I had to buy four 40-millimeter fans. You know, four ESCs. I didn't even start the battery purchase yet. Uh, but, you got batteries. <laughs> we'll, figure, we'll figure something out. Two 6S, 5,000 in each wing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's that's not on my workbench, but that's just something. Oh, and <laughs> Terry didn't hear this. I don't think I told Terry, but I, Fitz knows the story. Uh, we haven't mentioned, Fitz didn't mention his flotilla of fun. And I'll let fits jump in afterwards but i spent all night working on getting my tugboat ready for fpv and i had my my headset ready and i I was soldering new connectors on all everything like the the cyclops i have has uses a um i say cyclops that's what it is uh whatever hobby king has that unit Kim's with a weird XT60 plug. I just ripped it off and put a Deans on there. And then I changed all my JSTs with a lot of connectors to XT30s. And I was screwing in the camera, the Runcan camera, to the mount on the little hatch for my tug. And I had, by the way, I had it working earlier. It's like I had everything tested. I was like, okay, oh, I had the camera upside down. That was probably my fault when I was gluing everything in. So I took the camera off. I flipped it upside down and I started screwing it in. Well, the one screw on the side was stripped. It was like spinning freely. I was like, oh man, what did I do? So I said, well, I'll just screw the other side in. I screwed the other side in. It was like kind of slipping too. And I was like, well, what's that going on? So I took the screws off and realized I missed the mounting holes by like a millimeter and actually went through the foam that separates the camera shell from the circuit board. And both screws just ripped up the circuit board area on the camera and just killed it. And so I didn't get to bring the FPV. I was like, oh, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I was all done. Everything was ready. And I screwed up putting it back on. So I didn't get to do that. However, I did recover 
boats at the event anyway, sans FPV gear. We'll talk about that. Uh, and like the next day I ordered replacements. They came in this week. I, the camera's back on the boat and I'm set to go now. So the FPV gear is up and running now. Next fuff will we'll be ready, Fitz. <laughs> And I think that's it. I'm, you know, there's lots of stuff I can do in the workshop. I still need to, <laughs> I did, I mentioned, I think I bought paint. So I got all the paint needed to finish the B25 and it's just, you know, time and the kids get off next week. So I think that's what we'll do. I think Ryan and I will put in a couple of days uh, during the vacation before Christmas and, and see if we can get the B25 done. Oh, that'll be fun. I have hopes. I have high hopes, but back so, to Fitz so he can follow up on the fuff. Well, you were able to find paint? <laughs> I'm not sure I mentioned it on the podcast. So I ordered paint online and was paying a crazy price, but you just can't find paint in the store. It's like they can't make the cans or something, and there's just no, there was no spray paint. So I ordered five cans. They never showed up. I got my refund because the company said, oh, well, we never shipped it, yada, yada. And I ended up going to AutoZone, and they had cans. And it was less than what I was paying online, but they only had two cans. I think that was the joke you and I had, Terry, in the car. You were like, they'll have cans. They'll have it. So I do have enough paint to finish the plane. So just FYI, if you're looking for spray paint, you better get cracking. Go visit the auto stores. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. They may have some. Interesting. We're going to start seeing partially used cans of spray paint on eBay. <laughs> it's like dope. It's like the old dope cans, you know, That's and, and Ambroid. <laughs> I got half a tube and then put it on a bid. Watch the, <laughs> the price go skyrocketing. Actually, someone posted in a, maybe it was Balsa, Bamaba, that they had a bottle of Ambroid and just the comments were just everywhere. <laughs> like, oh man, where'd you get that? <laughs> Keep me for retirement. All right. Well, y'all tell me about the uh, fa 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 Yeah. So I hosted another fa 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 the fantastic, Fitz's fantastic flotilla of fun. You got it, Fitz. Now you know it. It's got to stick, man. It's a wonderful name. And I'm I'm actually quite mad you did not use the cool flyer I made you the first time. You've been using this plain, generic piece of white paper with a couple of photos. You need to use my huge little banner. It's all pretty. Yeah. I don't remember that. Can you send it to me again? Oh, Terry, you've seen it, right? Uh, I'm sure I have, but I don't remember. I'll send it to you, Fitz. Yeah, send send it to me again. Maybe I misplaced it. Uh, Continue, because this was, I will say, this was a fun event. This had some really yeah. neat stuff. We had, um, it, it, the weather held out again, mostly, and uh, another uh, record-breaking crowd as well, uh, and some really neat stuff showed up. Uh, we, uh, the, um, there is a, uh, a YouTuber of some uh, fame that does exclusively s- submarines. And he recently moved into town, and I had met him and said, hey, come down to our boat event. And he wasn't sure, but he thought, yeah, okay, I'll give it a try. And so he came down. His name is Bob. I can't remember his last name. He runs Nautilus Subworks. He's the RC sub guy on YouTube. And he brought a couple of his beautiful submarines as well to show off. And so it was great to have him come down, and he seemed to like the event. And... Uh, he, um, let's see, we had a whole bunch of the usual mix of stuff. We had, of course, the, the speed boats and, uh, sailboats. Uh, Troy came down with his steamboat again. This time it was running really well. <laughs> like last time, new sternal helps. Uh, we had, um, our buddy, who is it? Lee, um, Kirk showed up 
with oh, yeah, Kirk, yeah, Kirk Jensen showed up with a boat he had never sailed. It was yes. a maiden. It was a big then, one too. Big he put boat. in the water, and I think he sat there for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> In my chair, by the way. I just want to you know God, that Kurt borrowed my chair so he could sit there and have fun. And it looked like it was perfectly set up. It was nice. Yeah, it was great to see Kirk. You know, Kirk is an airplane guy, but he, he pulled something out of the, the cobwebs off of something and, and had a good time. It looked like it sailed really well. That was uh, nice to see him. And uh, just the usual cadre stuff. All my boats came back. I brought my little sub again and had the sub guy driving around a little bit. And uh, I don't know what to Is that one a, a dynamic diver or does it have a ballast? Both. It has a ballast, but it wasn't working, but it works pretty good as a dynamic diver. Okay. So it's a little plastic model conversion I did of a Russian sub, just to have them drive something around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the water is fairly clear, so it was really nice for sub sub operations. Uh, as Lee mentioned, <laughs> he can talk about it. There were a couple of boats that needed rescuing. <laughs> um, I think it was one of was Tim's. He had a, a boat he'd just gotten finished and was test running it and i think he ended up flipping it over at one point and yeah the, e, the esc crapped out on him because it just it, he had a rough flip yeah. but then the esc was barking at him so i yes. went out and retrieved it okay and how could i forget our old buddy pal and occasional rc roundtable host keith sparks aka sparky came down he was him and his wife were on vacation and they came down to houston to see the sites and stuff but he um, when I told him, hey, we're going to the boat fun fest, whatever, uh, flotilla. <laughs> and the same day you're it's here, he said, all oh, right. Fantastic flotilla of fun. Come on. Yes. It's simple. Oh, we can fit a fest in there somewhere. Yeah. So <laughs> he brought his, uh, he had a neat little uh, fire boat. And this thing was cool because it had two fire cannons and both of them were on servos. So he could spray in different directions the water pump as he was driving around. We can't. We gotta talk about his text to us about his recent boating event, <laughs> or, or and I say event, a debacle. Oh, oh. <laughs> attack him versus the wildlife. Oh my gosh! Uh, uh, look just, at if, Peta on our tails. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say if you have one of these fireboats, uh, full, full disclosure, watch out for wildlife. Yes. Yeah. Well, in this case, attack. I think the wildlife won. Actually, so it did. Yeah, <laughs> it was ducks, right? I think he said. Yeah. It was like a mallard or something, but he, yeah. he said he didn't shoot it, but they did not take too kindly to the fireboat. <laughs> his, his kind wasn't welcome around there, right. and so they nibbled his boat to death or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just a shot across the bow. Exactly, yeah. They didn't sink it. It was just, uh, <laughs> you shall not pass. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 Sparks, if you're listening, uh, it's great to have you down. Good to see you, and I uh, hope you had a good time. Uh, and no duck attacks this time. Not even <laughs> turtles. I didn't see any turtles. Usually there's a bunch of turtles hanging around, but uh, maybe they maybe they flew somewhere. south for the winter. Yeah, <laughs> they swam south. Uh, but uh, everybody's everybody's really nice. We had some great attendance some, as usual. Lots of neat stuff. Uh, the whole gambit, you know, military, civilian speedboats. Guy had the came back with his rowboats with the oh, figures cool. in it yeah it's, it's like he's got these G.I. Joe figures in his rowboat and they, they just kind of roll around and, uh, is that actually was, propelled by the oars I don't remember that's a good question you think I'd remember that I don't remember okay uh, sorry I have to look next time I'm going to jump on you Fitz because you had three boats I think did you you had your you didn't use four. your sailboat you had four I, had, I brought the sailboat didn't run it I had a little speedboat and two submarines 
No, five. And, I had a little tugboat, too, a little tuggy. But did you run them all? Because you were working on the submarine. I never saw you put it in the water. Uh, the big submarine I didn't put in the water. I had a problem with the servo. It's Something's going on. I'm going to take it apart. The little the little black submarine I did. I put that in the water. And that's the one the sub guy was driving around. Um, and the little yellow speedboat, I had after fresh off of repairs. I ran that around a little bit. Oh, I Is did that too. The you, let me, you let me run it. I oh, yeah. Yeah, the little mini dom. I fixed okay. that up. And I got the new parts for it. Yeah, last time you had busted up a prop or something. Yeah, it ended up breaking the prop and part of the shaft. So I needed a new shaft, oh. a new prop, and a new rudder. It really Yikes. got hammered, yeah. And it, uh, it had water. I'm telling you, it had water inside. You saw it. It yeah, poured a out. a little bit. A little bit of water is always in there. It's not a big deal. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, I let uh, Sparks drive my little tugboat, the little plastic model thing. Huh. Got a kick out of that. Oh, wait. It, was it the? And didn't you, like, attack me? <laughs> I think you did, if I'm not mistaken. No, I didn't attack you. You were trying to capture me, and I had sped out of there. No, no, I did attack you with the tugboat. Yes, I bounced <laughs> off you a couple times. Yes, I remember. You're crouching in on my uh, my territory. Wait, wait till next time. <laughs> but thanks, Lee, for coming down. Really, uh, it's great that you were able to make it out and uh, earn your keep. Yeah, I know. I was at first for I was there for a while. I was like I wasn't rescuing anything, and then uh, I rescued the speedboat, and then it started raining, and that guy had his little free. I, I, you know what? I forget who that was. Oh, uh, I think it was Troy. He had the free free fly, free floaters. What do you want to call them? Yeah, free running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? How fun was that? Uh, I think he said he just gotten them too. But you know, this is the, this is what kids used to do in the park. They used to just sail them out there, and those things were booking. I mean, there was a couple of times they sat against a wall for a while. But those things, if it, I told him, I said, the next time you bring these out, you need to put a time lapse camera on the edge and just watch those things just spin around the lake. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, and, and just do a time lapse. I think it'd be hilarious. Uh, but he got stuck on the fountain, and I was, yeah, and yeah, it both was of way them out did. there. Uh, no, the, the little one got came free. Oh, did it? But okay. The big one got stuck, and I went out there and I was able to push it, and then eventually uh, could could grab it. Uh, because the problem with those boats is they have a constant turn in them. You set the rudder, uh, and so okay. like the speedboat, I was full left rudder trying to bring it to shore because <laughs> like maybe his uh, it is interesting, but it worked. You know, the, the little rig I have uh, is is pretty good. So I think it, when I get the FPV camera on, that'll be a lot of fun for yeah, kids to play be, with. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So all in all, we had a good time. Uh, probably the last one for a little while. It's we're coming out of winter, and spring is usually a little rough for first month or two. So uh, yeah, it might be like seventy degrees. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Usually it gets cold and it gets kind of windy and highly variable. So uh, I figured we squeeze one in. Usually, and then weather turned out to be quite nice. Other than I think the last half hour started drizzling, but people were packing up anyway. So uh, so. Whoever is listening, and if you were attendance, thanks again. Uh, we've had a great time, and look forward to the next one. All right, cool. Hashtag, but wait, there's more. Huh? Space City. Oh, yeah. The today, uh, this year is the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor attack, and uh, Space City RC Club in West Houston normally has a Pearl Harbor. Uh, um, Remembrance. Uh, Remembrance, that's it. I'm it's, trying to It's in Katy. Space City RC in Katy, Texas. Yeah. And this is neat for the club to do this. They have a fly-in. It's free. They have free lunch and for pilots, and there's no entry fee. And it's a Pearl Harbor-themed fly-in. So anything, generally speaking, that flew in the Pacific theater 
American, Japanese, Yeah, British. this year was not quite, generally speaking. <laughs> yeah, I think that at the last minute that they opened it up for general aircraft as well. Yeah, well, you know, it's like, we, we kept with the theme, but there were people flying, <laughs> flying non-Pacific aircraft. Yeah, the attack cubs were, I don't think they were in the Pacific. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, most granted, of it there was. Were, there were cubs in the Pacific, because in fact there's a, a cub... I don't know if you knew the story, and I, I, I'm going to really brutalize this terribly. Uh, the museum, the Pacific Museum on, on Ford Island, uh, has a cub hanging from the rafters. And it was mm. one of the first scout planes that was, oh, cool. that was flying during Pearl Harbor. And I think it was, and I might be off, but I think it was a female pilot who was flying. And yeah. they actually kept that, that cub. So they did have cubs in the Pacific. So, Yeah, in all fairness. Thinking of the interstate cadet that was flying? No, There's a civilian can... interstate cadet that was flying during the attack. I'm pretty, I mean, you know what, let me go do my research while you chat, but you can continue on Space City, I'll follow up. Well, okay. in, in fairness, I think most of the stuff that showed up flew in the Pacific at one time or another, not necessarily at Pearl Harbor, but throughout the year of the war. Uh, there was a pea shooter, a P-36 pea shooter, at first I thought was kind of odd, but turns out they, they were, there was some stationed in Pearl Harbor at the time of the yeah. attack, so... <laughs> Uh, probably the one that stood out the most as not being appropriate <laughs> was the DH two, um, no DH four World War One aircraft that I was flying, <laughs> uh, which which was a very nice plane. It was very 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 nice, but yeah, that was not quite <laughs> uh, fitting. But anyways, um, it was it had a pretty good showing. The weather was pretty nice. Uh, I brought the Venerable Val out again. Nice. Which uh, a bunch of pictures got taken of that. And I brought also the Hangar 9 Hellcat that I have. Did you take the bombs for the valve this time? I took the bombs for the valve, and I even dropped them a couple times. I almost lost it the first time I dropped it. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, because I dropped it, and it was, um, I thought I was over the field, but the bomb was kind of light, and it was a little bit of a breeze, so it ended up being blown a little bit backwards. And so uh, me and another guy... um, uh, Glenn, we were out looking for the bomb in the field and then by chance happened to find it. So You'll have to put some of those GPS trackers into bombs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or an alarm uh, or something. That would or an alarm cheap. or beeper or something. That's not yeah. about it here. Beep, 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 beep. But anyways, it was fun to kind of fly around with the smoke system and drop the bombs. We had a couple of gaggles, one with just Japanese planes, so that was cool to fly around with all the other Japanese planes. And, uh, a guy had a really rare plane there. He had a... I think it was a Yakuska D4Y torpedo bomber. Oh, I saw that. Is that the Judy? Yeah, the Judy. So, it, and he said he got it secondhand, and he's pretty sure that it was scratch built some years ago because uh, the way it was the way it was built indicated it was you know it had some it was been around for a while. But uh-huh. he said it flies really good, and it's such a rare thing to see that particular plane. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. He flew in a gaggle too, if I remember correctly. Uh, so it's uh, some neat stuff showed up. Uh, a lot of you know usual cadre, of course, airs and and P forty sevens and P fifty ones and that kind of stuff, including including a fly zone zero. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> Who showed took up that? with a fly zone another, zero. Another, I, yeah, because I hadn't touched on our. We we arrived kind of late, but Ryan and I came up, and actually, I just. Uh, had Ryan fly this time. He went. He mm. was big about attending. We showed up just in time for for Paul to give the Pearl Harbor Remembrance speech, which is always great to listen to. Yeah, it's very uh, very touching. And 
there were a lot of big planes there, so I didn't let Ryan fly a lot. But he flew the little fly zone. He did pretty good. It was his first flight. In fact, uh, I don't know if he's flown a tail dragger before. So Ooh. I just I put the controls in his hand and I just told him, "Okay, you're landing." And he did. Just and it, it, it nosed over because it's got such tiny wheels, but it didn't flip. It just you know touched the nose and came back down. So it was successful mm. to me. And he did the same thing with the the other two flights. So he flew. It flew. Yeah, it flew. It flew very well, but it was pretty darn windy. Yeah, a little breezy, a little bumpy once you got about the tree line. Yeah. So full throttle too. going down the runway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to back up to talk about the Pearl Harbor. Uh, I think Terry was right. It was an Aronka Defender. Mm, okay. That's not what I said, but I thought it was an interstate cadet. Oh, no, it was an Aronka TC-65 Defender. And the one that's on display was, it says here, uh, was flown by Roy Vitosek and his teenage son were flying this TC-65 toward Pearl Mm. Harbor that fateful Sunday morning. So, yeah, well, you know, from a glance, (laughs) it looks like a cub, I apologize, (laughs) but it's not. (laughs) Damn. Should mention Chris got ahead, uh, was there with a brand new to him T-6 Texan. Oh, T-6 Texan. Holy Moses. he. And, yeah. and probably probably a little faster than scale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tore up Just the sky with bit. that thing. Oh my god! Yeah, he he was. I was trying to get some good photos of it passing me, but he'd get right to me and he'd turn hard left, and I'd just see the underside. And he'd yank that. I was just waiting for those rings, the wings to snap like that uh, crop dusting plane you put up on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was flying the crap out of it. And yeah. I think, yeah. and I think it didn't have a muffler; it just had a header, right? On that. It was pretty loud. Yeah, yeah. He was he was tearing it up. Yeah, good for him. He's uh he's really uh he's really become quite the pilot. Who's this? Chris Denon. Oh, okay. Anyway, it was nice. Chris is such a great guy. When I showed yeah. up, he came to me and said, "Hey, uh, is Austin here?" I said, "No, no." He goes, "Well, isn't that Austin?" I said, "No, that's Ryan." Because <laughs> Ryan, I don't know if you guys know this, Ryan is now as tall as Austin. He's four years younger. Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. all those yeah, years of abuse are about to come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, Ryan has grown a lot, and he is expected to hit. I think I don't know if I chat with you guys, but you know, for thirteen years old, wearing bigger shoes than Dad, he they have him set to be five ten, and I'm really? five five. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> my dad was five nine, and I was like, uh, they, "Oh, he'll probably hit five nine. I'm just guessing. But at thirteen, <laughs> yeah. wow! So I'm happy for him, but I feel bad for Austin. Poor Austin is five four and a half. Didn't quite reach dad. Didn't I said, "You know, if you ate a little better, you exercise more, <laughs> <laughs> you just sit there and play with your Oculus and build air, model airplanes." <laughs> I could have been six feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should mention that Chris is pretty young too. He's he's probably still a teenager, right? Uh, he might, I don't know, but he's young and he's talented and yeah. keep your eyes open for this kid. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right. Well, that's, that's, uh, the only thing I'd add. Uh, well, did you bring and, home everything that you took? Uh, I did. I think Lee did too. And no yeah, extras? I, yeah, no extras. There's uh, actually very little carnage. I don't really remember any, anything. Anybody no, crashing. I didn't see anything. And we had a, a gaggle flying, so we would have had maybe yeah. eight, eight planes flying at the same time. No, no problems there. Yeah. I saw one airplane flip. I think it's in my photos. A cub tipped over, but no, nah, it was yeah. it was very nice. Just, it was very windy. Well, hopefully Ryan can take the B-25 next year. Exactly. Well, yeah. that's it. That's what he said to me. He goes, Dad, can we please bring it? I said, yeah, absolutely. And he was like, can I bring it to the Warbird event at Bomber? I said, absolutely. He goes, can I bring it to the B-17 Big Bird? I said, absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. He's got a t- he's yeah. already ready to tour the thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a schedule. <laughs> I got a, 
finish my B-25. You can fly in formation or something. Which one are you talking about? I had the wing the wing manufacturing. manufacturing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, it's not quite an ARF, right? No, no. Still got a lot of work to do on it, but... You know, it's funny, we were talking about the B-25, but some guy on, I think a local guy was selling a top flight B-25 ARF for $900. Okay. I was like, mm. I was thinking about it because I mean, I've seen it up close, but one guy pointed out, says, once you break something on that plane, you're done because, you know, they don't make that plane anymore. So uh-huh. everything else is going to have to be scratch built. Yeah. It's got a lot of plastic parts on it. Oh, oh I know a guy who can 3D print though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. right. We got anything else? I don't think so. We ready to wrap this up? Put a bow on it, man. Well, uh, let's see. It's the 11th. I mean, today is the 11th. (laughs) For you guys listening, and you know, next year in 2022, uh, it's December 11th, 2021. I don't know. Will we be doing a? Hopefully, can we promise to get together before Christmas? Oh, this will be our last show. No, well, I hope not. I hope not. So, just can we promise to do that and have a little Christmas? All right, I guess we'll have, a Christ- we'll have a Christmas special. How about that? Yeah, okay. we'll talk about all the fun things we didn't get. Can you start with the theme, the Star Wars Christmas special, or the ice, <laughs> the ice special, whatever that? <laughs> That's a half an hour of, of Chewbacca of Wookies growling at each other. <laughs> I think we sound like that sometimes. <laughs> oh, Let's do that. Hey, maybe we'll have a. Uh, I say Christmas giveaway. It'll be kind of late. It'll be after Christmas, but maybe we'll have something to uh, do a giveaway. Uh, of course. Un- foreshadowing. And can we just <laughs> rephrase that? Of course Lee will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go rummaging through Fitz's hanger and I'll, I'll sneak it out there. Fitz will go, hey, I had one of those. <laughs> Probably. I did effort. We had just had a Christmas party and the president was asking if anybody had anything to give away and I scrounged up, pulled out a kit that I knew I was never going to get to. So... That's one less oh, thing in the garage. That's a generous person. Terry, have you ever done that? What, just giving stuff away? <laughs> yeah. Well, sure. Maybe not for Christmas. Or like Christmas parties, but... Yeah. I do get some great Christmas presents from Terry. <laughs> we'll just we'll call them Christmas presents. But. That's all secret Santa. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's... it's, it's uh, I keep going back to the H&M Corsair, because I do like flying it, so I always try to keep taking care of it, but... We almost, I'm glad I, kind of glad I didn't because the weather was so bad, but, you know, Austin wanted to go to the Pearl Harbor, but he ended up go visiting some friends. But, you know, I feel comfortable Austin flying that. And, you know, just because he'd probably land better than I would. <laughs> 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 Darn it. Darn that kid. So it is a great Corsair. Yeah. Well, I did. you're welcome again. Thank you again. <laughs> okay, we'll wrap up. Let's put a bow on it. All right. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Enjoy your company, virtually speaking, <laughs> and happy holidays to everybody. And hopefully, it'll be glorious. And stay tuned for our Christmas special. And I guess we'll see you next time. Hi, ho, <laughs> Mr. Hanky. Please visit our website at rcroundtable.com where you can send us comments and suggestions or listen to our other great podcasts. Where you will also find links to our iTunes and social media sites. Thanks for listening.